like we always do about this time. James Russell, you hustling son of a... It's me, your daddy, Roberto. Man, boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. Now look at me now. How far we go back? Elementary. Jump rope. High and go see. Pity pad. Red light, green light. They like green light. When you just talk about practice, we sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. And about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. But we talking about practice right now. We talking about practice. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. That's right, Jose V back up at it here. Straight Bet Sports, Gorilla Cross Radio Network coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Wednesday night, a little bit cold outside. Hope you guys are having a great night. Thank you so much for joining us and tuning in. I'm your host, Jose V. Rob G to my left, Quan 59 to my right, doing what he does every single night here for us on Gorilla Cross Radio. We greatly appreciate you. Got a great show on tap for you guys tonight. If I seem a little out of it, I'm sorry. I did take the COVID-19 vaccine, so I'm a little tired and my body's a little bit exhausted, but... We'll make it through the show. We got a good one on tap for all you boxing fans. Also, a lot going on in the world of sports that we want to talk about. NCAA tournament. Lots of upsets to be exact. Historic first two days of the tournament. First two rounds, if you didn't know that. A lot of uh, 15 seeds, 13 seeds, surprising a lot of people. Some big seeds that shouldn't even be in the tournament or in the Sweet 16. Rob and I will get into that as well. Deshaun Watson... I know you guys have been reading, looking into all that. We're not here to judge, but we're here to talk, give you our opinions, what we've read, what we saw, what we think, and will he even be playing anytime soon or ever again? We'll definitely get into that. But we have a guest in studio tonight that we'll get here to shortly. Max Ornelas, professional boxer, good friend of the show, back for a second time around, 14-0, just recently got the victory over in Tijuana, Mexico. We have his brother, Tony Ornelas, his trainer, in the studio with us as well. We have a fun show on tap for you guys tonight. Zach, the intern, is back in studio from his two-week hiatus. He's hanging out in the background. He's on all things social media, on our Twitter account, Facebook, more than anything. If you want to check us out on Facebook, you can definitely do so. We are live on the Gorilla Cross page, gorillacross.com. And if you have not done already, go ahead and download the Gorilla Cross app today on the App Store or the Android Play Store. It's completely free. You will not be disappointed. We are streaming live on Twitter as well and the YouTube page on Gorilla Cross. So please enjoy it. Like it, share, comment, and tell everyone what you are enjoying, and we'll definitely go from there. Again, tune in, chime in on Facebook. Zach will begin to all your questions. And if you guys want to give us a call and chime in later, or even if you got some questions for Max here shortly, whether it's boxing-related or whatever it may be, give us a call. The number to join is 702-608-3259. But, Quan, if you could please let everybody know who we are sponsored by. So we can continue on with the show tonight. We are brought to you by Joshua LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate, a realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. You're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes, there's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate, don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh has decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know and equally important, what they need to ask 
to help ensure making their home ownership dreams a true reality. So make sure you call or text Joshua LaFon today at 702-813-0533. This has been another paid advertisement from Joshua LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate. Make sure you give him a call, 702-813-0533. That's right, Joshua LaFon bringing us to you every single week here on Guerrilla Cross Radio. And again, like I've told you guys in the previous shows, if you guys want to become a sponsor or join up or sponsor up with the show, go ahead and hit us up at straightbetsports at outlook.com. That's straightbetsports at outlook.com. Last couple of interviews we had here last week with Brett, last week of the Las Vegas Lights, previously with that, Ezequiel Borrero, um, professional boxer. We're also sponsored. We had Eric, our barber, sponsored one of the shows there, Rob, one of the interviews. And then we also had um, Brian Aleman from AO Las Vegas, American Outlaw sponsor. Our last interview as well. He jumped on with us again this week. Simple, man. Hit me up. You guys can sponsor these guys, promote your business, sponsor the interviews that we're doing and get your brand out there. It's easy. Email us at straightbetsports at outlook.com. A lot of different packages, a lot of different things that we could do with you. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. But Quan, again, if you can let everybody know a little bit and post it up on the screen there so I can let people know about AO Las Vegas. They're basically an organization that's here to bring soccer fans and soccer enthusiasts together and support men's and women's American soccer organizations, whether it's the lights, whether the U.S. men's national team, or whether it's any youth soccer teams out here that are being played, they're there to support and continue the awareness of having kids to continue playing in soccer and move forward. Check them out on all things social media, IG, Twitter, Facebook, at AO Las Vegas. And not only that, you can check them out at AmericanOutlaws.com. You will not be disappointed. Brian Aleman, we greatly appreciate you for doing that and for sponsoring tonight's interview. So, Rob, with that being said, my man, how are you doing? I know we haven't got you on the mic here yet. You were stuck on your phone getting ready. We also got oh. our picks of the week, finally, so we're going to talk yeah, about I'm watching, that. I'm watching uh, the end of All right, we're, I'm looking all right. I haven't even looked at mine yet, so I don't even know where we're at on that, but I'm it's going to be right. fun. I'm looking all right. How you doing, brother? I'm man? good. I'm good. Tired uh, from work today? Uh, a little bit. You know, had a little crazy stuff happen and uh, had to move me uh, for a little bit, so I'm driving all the way to Summerlin now, so I might say all the way, but... Okay. It's a, Vegas is small. Jimbo's old stomping ground. Yeah, so shout funny. out to Jimbo. Yeah, shout out to Jimbo. Yeah, I took over the spot for a little bit. Um, oh, so you took over that spot? Well, I'm just kind of right just kind of cold. No, they the the one inside closed. So the one inside the city, like mm-hmm. downtown Summerlin, like in the little streets right there, closed. So they moved it to the outside one. Down, down Jimbo's Outskirts spot. Outskirts of it. Yep, yep, exactly. Okay, okay. Ready for tonight? Yeah, ready to talk about some NCAA, some boxing, UFC, Stipe. Yep, Francis Ngannou should be a good one. You excited about the guests we have in studio as always? As always, right? We appreciate everyone who sponsored the, you know, sponsor Josh and, you know, obviously Brian uh, with the Outlaws and stuff like that. So, You can ask some questions tonight, though, because Brian did tell me last night on the way home. I don't know. When we were talking about the show, he goes, you guys are doing great. Rob is good, but he needs to get involved more. <laughs> he, said he needs you to talk last more and ask more questions. I was because I just got back from Arizona. But so you were retired. We'll give but you But typically in the interviews, I do stay quiet, you know I got to give a big shout out to Eddie Martinez, though. He is my cousin from California. Always watching. He has watched every watching. single show since we started. We greatly appreciate you, Primo. He's always liking, sharing, commenting, hitting us up. He even hits me up all the time. So we greatly appreciate that. But with that being said, man, I, I, I want to move into this. I'm excited. We were waiting for his next fight to come up. It finally happened. We weren't able to be there because it was out of the country with COVID and everything going on. But Max Ornelas, professional boxer, back in studio with us with his brother, Tony Ornelas. Guys, what's going on? How's everything going? Thank you. You're back in studio. Appreciate you guys. How's everything? Uh, okay. it's, it's been great, man. Uh, thank you guys for having us on, on the show for a second time. And yeah, man, uh, I fought like a week and a half ago. I, okay. I, I felt great. It, it was like 
I think over a year and a half that I haven't fought. So I, I just wanted to fight whether it was, I was ready in October, November, December, all the way up until March. So, so you were training no matter what throughout the whole time. Because I remember the last time we talked, you said you're training, mm -hmm. even though you didn't have the actual opponent yet, yep. you were still training to be ready for that fight card. Yep. Uh, the, <clears throat> I haven't fought since May of 2019, and ever since then I've been training. Like, I, I would have, uh, I'd be training for a fight and it would fall out for a certain reason. I'd have a five-week camp, an eight-week camp at times, a ten-week camp, and it would all, like, in a way, uh, 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 well, I wouldn't say it was a whole waste, but in, in a way, like, um, I, I would train to have these, like, camps that were intense for, and I wouldn't even fight. But it helped you, it helped you sharpen your tools mm -hmm. more than anything, yeah. right? I mean, you That's basically you perfected your craft at that mm -hmm. point. I mean, I'm not yeah. a professional boxer, but whatever I want to do or, or get good at, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to do repetition yeah. and keep mm -hmm. doing it no matter what. But, Tony, let's get you on real quick, man. How, how are you doing? How's everything going, my man? I'm good, brother. Like Maxie said, thank you for having us again, guys. We appreciate you. Hey, it's an honor and a pleasure, man. We love having you guys on. You guys are humble and, and real. And, and obviously, you know, we can't wait for the next step always for Maxie. You know what I mean? So blessed and, and happy to have you guys back on the show, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, like you said, man, it's been like 22 months that he hadn't fought. So it's, it's been a minute. Um, so I was more than nervous, just excited to get him back in the ring. Gotcha. You know, uh, a lot of fighters you've seen, especially with COVID, that they get back in the ring and do to inactivity, they either lose or, you know, they, they, they when they're doing great and that inactivity kills them. So I know uh, Maxi at times was like, man, you know, I'm doing all these camps for no reason. But like you said, it kept them sharp. It kept them, you know, it kept them uh, knowing what it felt like to get punched because we stayed sparring, you know, yeah. we stayed not just working out, actual sparring. So um, it was good for him. It was good. It was so how many victories does it make for you? Two now. Two. Two right? Let's go. So I'm excited, man. I'm really excited. Like, I, um, hopefully we can get him in the ring three more times this year. That's Good. the plan. Nice. Okay. So, right. so uh, we want to keep him super busy. Um, before he stopped uh, fighting the last time, he was like number six for the WBO in the world. Okay. WBO? At, at WBO. Nice. Okay. So he was number six. So At 122? At 118. 118. Okay. 118. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. So now, you know, we want to get him at least in the top 10 this year. Okay. And then next year, man, try to go for one of those top 10 guys and then go for that number one guy. Is there a reason for falling out? Of, or is it because fighters are fighting or is, is there a reason why you fell out of the ranking, out of the top 10? I mean, because it, it, I don't think anyone's fighting, right? Or that, not that many people are fighting. It's... It, once you get into like those organizations, man, it's a lot of politics. You know what I mean? <laughs> As usual. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, obviously, uh, if you have somebody backing you, let's say like a promoter, they're going to yeah. keep you in those spots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you don't have a promoter doing that for you. So if you're like, you're, if you're like an independent kind of, right. I it's going to be a little bit harder. Little you know, harder. you have to, you have to impress, really impress your spot. Yeah. You have to impress those right people. So is that what you guys are right now? Are you guys independent? You're not necessarily yeah. signed with anyone still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so how does right. that work? How do you pick up fights? Just reaching out, man. Like okay. I, I think in the whole two years, that's been like what I've stayed busy with oh, making sure I meet okay. people, other managers, other matchmakers, um, you know, He's undefeated. Everybody thinks that their fighter is the better fighter. I got so, you. you know, another person will come with an undefeated fighter and be like, yo, you want to fight? But at the same time, do I feel like Max can beat the top guy? Absolutely. Okay. But I'm, I'm about, we're about the risk beating the reward. You know what I mean? Definitely. We got to make sure if we're going to take a risk, he has to be rewarded it for it. has to be and, worth and, the reward. Exactly. So I tell him, you know what I mean? Those, those fights are always going to be there as long as he stays undefeated. Um, but we just got to make sure... It's like anything, man. All, all fighters in boxing, they they build them up. I want to continue to build up Maxi and make sure we get him to the right spot at the right time. 
you know what his story kind of reminds me of what he just said you know I'm, I'm over there i was calling making the phone calls meeting promoters and all. You, you ever seen the mickey ward movie uh the fighter is it called the fight i think it's called the, the fighter. Uh, the one with um, um uh christian bale christian bale yeah, oh, yeah mm -hmm. okay that movie right there it's like with his mom obviously before his mom became not his manager anymore I don't know if you, have you guys seen that movie yet I don't think I've seen, I've seen that. I think you got to watch it. It's okay. a good movie. It's based off a true story, obviously. Um, but his mom was his manager. Irish. His mom, exactly. His, his mom was the one that was making the phone calls, booking the fights, doing all that. So obviously I've never seen that, but just in the movie wise, I, I can kind of see what you're talking about and how that would be that it's, it must be hard, man. Not, not having that promotion company yeah. behind you. Absolutely. And you're just trying to book those fights, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause I mean, you have to set up, you have to make sure that the fighter, I mean, cause there's some, it's like they say, uh, Certain styles make fights, right? Definitely. But um, obviously, as his manager and his coach, I want to have the advantage, right? Correct. You know what I mean? And like it's, until there's a reward that I know, even though we're on the we're fifty fifty as far as talent and hard work against the other guy, then obviously we, we want the reward. But right now, it, it's tough, man, because they'll want to throw you a guy that you're like, wait. You're gonna pay me how much? And he's what and what? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it makes it's you tough. wonder why. Yeah, you got to go back and forth a lot, but I mean, it's it's part of it, man. I enjoy it. How many fights are you turning down? I mean, like who or are like, you turning? Are down? you turning? We're not, yeah. we're not man. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guys that I've reached out to, um, everybody tells me it's Max. He's a hard match. You know, um, his previous promoter. A lot of promoters, what they'll do. Um, this is our first fight in TJ. A lot of a lot of boxers. I mean. We know that they go to certain spots to yeah. fight certain caliber fighters. You know what I mean? Where there's not a lot of risk. Gotcha. Maxi since day one, I mean, he fought in Vegas. The commission in Vegas is really tough. Okay. So they want usually even fights. So he's never took on like easy fights, if you want to call him that. Um, so mostly a lot of guys don't want to fight Maxi. Okay. And if they do, they want to be the ones getting paid. You know what I mean? And when right. you don't have a promoter, you're the one that has to pick. You know what I mean? It, gotcha. it, 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 so most of the time, you're the one reaching out versus them reaching absolutely. out to you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> All right. absolutely yeah. So then how does that work? Because with the promoter, it comes the money, comes the payday. Right. So if you don't have a promoter behind you, but yeah, you're the one trying to make fighters fight you, how does that work? Are you guys paying out of pocket? You're getting sponsors for that? I mean, we'll get sponsors. And then depending on the promoter that we, you know, I talked to the promoter. Look, man, he's going to bring these many views to your FB. He's going to do this for you. Like, what can you do for us? And then we just kind of go from there negotiate yeah yeah, yeah. Just, it's like i'm back in sales man it's like right, I'm, right, right. Yeah, I'm back in sprint <laughs> i was saying accessories at the end of the you know what i mean at the sale of the right. cell phone you know what i mean so yeah big shout out to jeremy long chiming in on facebook saying the baby face assassin yeah. so big shout out to you everybody knows that big shout out to goose thomas appreciate you chiming in as always my man you're tuning to straight bet sports here on the gorilla cross radio network rob g jose v quan 59 we got tony and max ornelas in the building Max coming off his victory, now 14-0, 2-0 for Tony as the trainer. So I got to ask you about this because obviously it's going to be talked about. We talked about it outside before we came in. And there's not to take away anything from that. The guy you fought didn't have the greatest record in the world. Mm -hmm. We know that. But these guys come to fight regardless yep. because they know they have nothing to lose. If they're pros and they're still willing to get into the ring with you and know that you're an up-and-coming dog and you're hungry and you're in there, I give these guys all the credit in the world. What do you say to people that say, well, you're not fighting the top caliber talent just yet? You know, but you are 14 to know, are you legit? Are you not? Because yeah. you're going to have the naysayers. You're going to have the negative people. Not not us. Just ask you, have you had that? And what do you do? How do you counteract on that? Well, um, I remember when I had my eighth or ninth fight, I was already, I think I fought a guy with like 40 fights. Okay. So I just say, look at my uh, resume. Like in the past, uh, there's fights where I was the, uh, where they said I would lose, you know? Like I fought, a, I think it was... 12 and 2 guy, 12 and 3 guy, and okay. a, lot, a lot of people thinking I was going to lose, you know? 
and and then in continuing off from there i've been un undefeated fighters i think i've beaten three and for this fight man uh the, his record wasn't the best but man that guy was tough he uh i think he had fought like uh december january and then he, he was already active you know and he was a tough fight man uh i remember i would hit him i even sprained my finger i have a sprained finger right now all right all after right. the fight it was swollen man <laughs> <laughs> legit war yeah I, I was hitting with everything man and okay he stayed in there so so how tough was it for you to train though that's my question mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm thinking if i'm gonna ask this guy a question and i'm just gonna have a, a conversation with him my biggest thing would be how do you train for someone that you don't know who that person is you're basically training yeah. for a ghost at that point. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, how, did you have how, tape? Yeah. Did you have tape on this fighter? It was or? like one fight. It was man. like one fight, man. Yeah. And it was barely like you can read like a Facebook. Like choppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. VHS. Wondering if it's him, you know. You're right. like, wait, like the, it says on the, his name, but is that really the guy? Right, right. But but how 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 soon before the actual fight did you know? Because I was talking to you and texting. You're like, yeah, bro, we still don't know. We still don't know. I'll let you know. It was like a week, I think. Yeah, yeah right? like a week. so a week before you got, you got, you got a one fight yeah. tape with this guy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's when they told us the opponent. They told yeah. us like thirty days when we were gonna fight, and then a week. They're like, "Hey, it's this guy. What do you think?" And then I'm like, "Well, uh, you know, I, I don't like Maxi fighting guys with negative records. Gotcha. You know, for the record, I don't." Um, but he's like, "Well, that's all I have, and I'll keep looking." And whether he looked or not, I he don't know. Look, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, you just, you just uh, for Maxi, I, I tell him. I mean, he's a he's a really good boxer, and I'm like, "Look, your boxing will beat." the majority of guys out there so we just prepare for him to box box you. you know it's tough in mexico man the mexico i think the, the the mexican fans are the toughest to impress because they want really? a scrap they want a war they man. want a war <laughs> so they, you still had people there in attendance it was, it was like a limited, a limited amount you know what i mean a very small amount i think just the people he was cool with hey i'll like, let you guys in because i saw i saw i think one of the pictures or something that there was like a like a up the upper oh, deck type yeah. Of area yeah yeah so, so it had so like it had a vip people. with bars yeah or whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah so i, I kept that. people away at the bar area so I mean, they're tough to impress, man. Just because you know they love their boxing. Bro. People, yeah. people still think about you know like Barrera Morales days. Yes, you know what I mean. And those dudes just stood. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? People, they just stood at like at the edge of their punches and they did not come forward or go back and they just trade. Okay. Is there times that you're gonna do that? Absolutely, right. But when you don't know the guy, when you know he hasn't been active. For such a long time, you know what I mean. There, there's nothing wrong with him playing it safe. I'm like, dude, but the guys are dangerous anytime, especially yeah. a guy that hasn't been active for so Absolutely. long. Absolutely. Um, yeah. this past weekend, I mean, on the Virgil Ortiz card, right? Yeah. You guys saw Senai Estrada, right? The the girl that won the championship. Yes. 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 Okay. She was sparring that uh, girl from Mexico, right? Okay. I mean, if you see, they have little tricks, right? Mm -hmm. They'll 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 grab your arm, punch you behind the head. Mm -hmm. You know Certain what I mean? They learn. They'll punch you in the mm -hmm. kidneys. You know what I mean? They'll they'll grab you to tie your arms out. I mean, or they'll come in with their head. You know, the guy head butted him like 10 times, cut him yeah. over the bridge of the nose. Really? I mean, it's it's small stuff like that, that if you don't stay composed as a fighter, it's going to get to you. You're like, yo, what? And the ref isn't doing anything. You know, the guy's from TJ. He's waiting to drink his kawama. I need you to win because the kawamas are on you tonight. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's tough, you know, but as long as you stick to the game plan, if you know the game plan's working, or if it's not, you adjust. You know what I mean? And see, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like I said, I've never fought. I'm not a pro fighter. But if I was, I would want to take those fights. Yeah. Because those fights are going to make you better, I would think. Because like you said, this guy was headbutting you. Yeah, man. Probably yeah. giving you things that you're not going to see right. down the road against a guy that might be 13-0 or 11-1 or whatever it may be. Because these guys have nothing to lose. They're scrappier fighters. They just Absolutely. want that payday and they want to go home and call it a day. Absolutely. So I commend you for doing that, man. No, thank you. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But... What's next? What's the next step? Are we looking at another fighter already? Are we looking at, at another fight? And if so, how soon are we looking at that? 
hopefully in uh in late june, may or? early june late, late may, may early, early june, june yeah. okay yeah we don't know yet because like uh right now i'm like uh, i'm just doing light workouts because i got the sprain finger okay and everything but hopefully late may early june so nothing wrong with the finger just a sprain just a sprain yeah i got an x-ray and everything oh, man many? it was mad like it was swollen like crazy. really yeah okay. how many rounds was the last five? i couldn't even find it how many uh, six six it was only okay i got yeah, you six yeah, rounds six okay, okay and and you know what i was uh I think in the second, third round, right, you caught him on like a left hook and the guy kind of stumbled. Yeah. Uh -huh. And to me, I mean, as a trainer, you always want the fight to end early. You Correct. know, to, it just takes your fighter out of the ring <laughs> and he goes home safe, you know. But at the same time, your fighter has to get rounds in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know what? He did the six rounds. He could have gotten another six. You know, so it shows that at least the training worked. His conditioning was there. You know, he was able to keep a pretty high pace. Okay. You know, output punches, punch wise. So, I mean, it shows that because we wanted to go to eight round fight now. So conditioning-wise, so, you felt good? You felt you could have gone longer in that oh, fight man, if you yeah. needed it? I felt great, yeah. It. It, 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 in between rounds, it was only him and my other brother. So he, he, he was the one doing the Vaseline and the and the end soil. My other brother had the ice packs. Okay. And uh, uh, we needed a third guy for the water. But I was like, I'm, I'm all right, man. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I forget. I feel bad, yeah. bro. You know, because like when you're sparring or fighting, the the one thing you want is somebody There's to save you, right? give you some water, you know? <laughs> so I'm trying to take care of the cut. And I'm like, oh, the water, you know? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. He's all like, calm. Yeah. He's trying to keep me calm. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, trying to, it's, just, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, he's had cuts over both eyes. Okay. So the you know it's it's scar tissue. It's, I think one of the cuts. fights I saw you because I've seen in two of your fights live. Yeah. One of the fights I saw you remember I think you had a cut mm -hmm. on top of your eye. And I just I'm like I'm just please don't get cut over the eyes. You know over the mm -hmm. nose I can work with. It's not it's, it doesn't you know bother his eyesight or anything mm -hmm. like that. So you just don't want him up here. If it was down here whatever. So let's but, talk about that. Not only being a trainer, having to train him, you know, get him ready, his combinations, his timing, his work, all of that, his footwork, everything. You also got to be a cut man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I see fights. I remember the the the, the Fury fight. That dude's cut man oh, yeah. against Otto Wallen. That dude's That's Jorge cut Camatillo man from Vegas. So shout out to him, man. Yeah, shot, like, greatest cut man I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. That dude saved his life in that fight. Yeah, if it wasn't for him, he probably loses that fight or they stop it or whatever it may be. Yeah. But how do you how do you do that? How, how do you, how do you not only train that, but then you got to train yourself to be like, yeah. how do I figure out this cut? How do I figure right. out enough Vaseline or how do I close this? Like. Right. Where do you learn that, bro? Google, man. <laughs> Google and YouTube. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's part of it, right? Like, I mean, you study your opponent, and this time we couldn't because we didn't really, we no weren't time, able to. Yeah. But um, simple stuff like that, and just uh, staying calm for him. You know, okay. I, he always tells me, "I trust you outside the ring. I trust him inside the ring." Okay. Right? He trusts me that I'm gonna stay calm and do my job in the corner, um, and I trust that he's gonna do in the ring, right? And that's, I think that's what makes it work for us. You know? Okay. Um, Training wise, everything you know, I trust that he's gonna put a hundred percent, and he trusted me that I'm gonna put the other hundred percent on the outside. You know, getting him the fights and and doing everything else. Yeah, I, I remember uh, before the fight, we were like, "Hey, we're not gonna have a, a cut man, a, a cut man." And I just hey, told bro, you got two guys yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Guano <laughs> hop in if you want. To. <laughs> no, he's like, nah, he's like, nah. But yeah, man. But anyway, uh, just uh, it's. It, it, it's it's cool, man, that the fact that he's your brother, but yeah, you can still take him serious as your mm -hmm. trainer. You yeah. know what I mean? And you can separate mm -hmm. that family bond because sometimes it could be tough. You know, there's if, if you look at the history of boxing, there's been top-notch boxers, professionals, his, historic boxers that have had their fathers but then split mm -hmm. or have had a family member, uncle, brother, and have split and it hasn't worked. So the fact that you guys are making it work, Absolutely. you continue to win, it's working out, that's awesome, man. It's good Absolutely. to see. It's good Appreciate to hear. It. Now, were you ever hurt in that fight? Did, no. did, 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 at no. all 
By a headboard, actually. The, the, ten of them. But it was this one that came here with the eye. Okay. That one hurt, and I, 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 or like a week and a half now, I haven't been able to eat with my front tooth. Cause what? He, he like uh, it, it's like a sprained tooth, like a bruised tooth. Really? And I haven't like I can't bite. I have to cut my uh, like eat a burger. <laughs> he he was eating a cheeseburger yesterday. And he was cutting it in four pieces. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta eat squares like, on one side. Yeah, he's like, I gotta yeah, stuff bro. it on one side to make sure it fits. <laughs> now, like, oh, boy, That's God. like when you get your wisdom teeth taken out. You go yeah, on right? this side, not this side. side. I'm like, throw it in the blender. Just make a smoothie <laughs> out of it or something. Did yeah. you guys have a prediction going into the fight? Like, not yourself. Like, uh, you know, maybe you want to take him out in three rounds. Did you expect it to go unanimous or? I would tell him on my, hey, you're going to put him to sleep right away, right? Mm -hmm. But in the back of my mind, just based on his record, I mean, he's fought under like 10 undefeated fighters like in a row, I think, or something. Gotcha. And it's all gone to decision. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what? We have to train for the whole six rounds because this guy, it, he's a mm -hmm. tough guy. I mean, it just, it's like you said, it's one of those guys that goes in there and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to take out this up and comer and Correct. I'm going to show him that you don't come Reckless. In, uh, yeah. He's reckless, reckless, right? With that type of record, you yeah, don't have you know? nothing to lose, Absolutely. right? You have Absolutely. nothing to lose. So. And then the guy's smart, you know, he's an orthodox fighter. And then as he steps in the right when the bell rings, he switches to southpaw. Yeah, uh -huh. so he knows, you know what I mean? Because mind games, yeah, just trying absolutely. to play those mind games. And and a lot of fighters don't know how to fight guys. They're southpaw, it's super, especially a super awkward one like him. You know that punches you with his head instead of his fist. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just, it's just. Uh, and and you know what? Not, not because he's my brother, because sitting next to me, I've always my dad and my mom. Obviously, you know, like. They, they freak out when he fights, you know. Of course, just like parents. parents. They don't want to watch. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I, shout out to my mom. Pacquiao's wife. Saludos a la mama. And and I tell, I tell, I tell them, I'm like, mom, like, just trust them. Yeah. You know, Maxi has great ring IQ. I mean, he's sparred. Um, Rene Alvarado, he's a 130 pound champ. Okay. He just lost his belt, right? Okay. To Roger Gutierrez a couple months ago, right? But the guys, I mean, he. Max says he hits like a pound of cinder blocks. The hardest hitting dude I've ever been in the ring with. And, and you crazy. sparred with him. And you yeah, sparred uh -huh. with him. God. And I mean, Maxi was putting it on him. You know what I mean? They were going back and forth, and at moments, Maxi was putting it on him. And I and I and I, I tell my mom, like, look, mom, if he can if he can go against a 130 pound dude that was weighing 150 plus, and he was 130, yeah. And he's putting work. I mean, there's there's nothing to worry about. I'm like, you know, just just trust him. He's gonna do his thing. He's gonna come out, you know, winning. Once again, you are tuning to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Jose V, Rob G, Quanfi Nine up in the studio. Zach, the intern, hanging out in the background. We are joined by Max Ornelas and Tony Ornelas in the studio here, coming off of his fresh victory from Tijuana, Baja California. 14 and 0 now. So, this question is for both of you guys. What did you learn more from this camp compared to previous camps, knowing that there's COVID, you're going to another country, not too far, but you're going to another country. And you're fighting a guy that you only had one week to prepare for. What did you learn more from this camp? From this camp, I would say um, just uh, be, be, be prepared for anything, you know? Because I, I, out there in Mexico, it's just like, uh, like, I would say like shady stuff. Like um, uh, here, uh, they would like check your raps every time you're like, you're rapping them. And over there, they wouldn't care, you know? <laughs> Let's go. And then, and then like. You can use like worn like uh, eight, style eight ounce gloves, yeah, man. So, so you got to be prepared for anything. And wow. uh, for the COVID testing, and then they took out a uh, blood of the day of the weigh-in. I'm not used to that, you know. Oh. Like, so uh, that must have drained. Really... Uh, yep. Wow. And then, wow. yeah, man. But I would say, just be, be prepared for anything. That's what I learned from this camp. Ah, mental strength, man. I mean, yeah. it, I think it goes with being prepared for anything, but just the mental aspect of the of, of the sport. Mm -hmm. I think people. We always ask, hey, how's camp going as far as training, sparring, um, all of that, right? But 
the mental aspect of the sport, I think, is more important than the actual training of the body. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because if you're not in it, you're not you're not in it, you know. And I think something as simple as not fighting for almost two years for anybody, it'd be like, yo, I haven't fought in two years. Can I take the punch? Mm-hmm. You know, and do am I still smooth? Am I standing? You know, gotcha. Second like guessing yourself. Absolutely. You know, and then uh you know, Maxi did great. You know, he did. I, I didn't see any second guessing. So, um, just being mentally prepared, and, and I think that's, a, that's something really big that we did. You know, we we would try to spar everybody and anybody. We went out to California to spar. Yeah, I remember that because yeah. you were supposed to come on the show and you did. Yeah, it yeah you were out we, we went out to Robert yeah. Garcia's gym, sparred one okay. of his guys. You know, nice. Okay. So, um, I just threw him in there with anybody, just in case, because I knew what we were gonna go to Mexico. Okay. And I was like, just in case they just throw some random dude in there, we don't he know. Falls out and they throw another random. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just. That can happen. Yeah, and you know it's what's like cra- a Royal Rumble. Who next? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what's crazy? There's a there's a couple guys that you know, like Maxi, that were coming from over here. I think he was from California, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was winning all six rounds. All six, yeah. Last like thirty seconds, probably. Yeah. The other guy ties him up, and he kept on doing it. So he was kind of shoving him off. He shoved him off like barely, and this guy acted like he threw him. Rolls on the ground. They DQ the other guy. Yeah. So now he's six oh six and one. You know, all, and the other guy acted wow. like they pulled him out on a gurney. Yeah, right? oh. bro. Ten <laughs> minutes later, he's chilling in the corner laughing. Yeah, you know what I mean. You just ruined this guy's uh, career, and man. you're over there laughing in the corner. And mm. and you know what I mean. It, it's just it's just it's like Maxie said. You're when you're not used to that, you're you're protected here by the commission, Correct. by your promoter, by your whoever it is. By that's a on your side. Governing body, just exactly. Completely. Would you and, fight again over there? Nah. That's it. One time. That's it. I love my Mexico. You know what I mean. But but but, after what you're saying, I wouldn't either. I mean, I wouldn't risk that. That's too much to risk. It's it's tough. You know, it it really is. You know, it's it's a it's like Maxi says something as simple as them not watching Mm -hmm. when they wrap their hands. That's dangerous, man. Oh yeah. Like they they come and then like tap it. Oh okay, it's good. And sign off you can it. have plaster of Paris or anything mm-hmm. on there, and you're exactly, done. You're gonna yeah. kill somebody. Exactly. You just break somebody's face or something. Ju- just the gloves alone. I mean, they've used those gloves probably like in 20 fights. Those things are. Did you like, know yeah. all that going in? Like they were gonna take blood. The, any gloves, pretty wait, much. Wait, go. Wait, wait, just, wait. You use use the gloves? Well, they do. They do. Uh-huh. They do. Yeah, they, they use use gloves. They have like the a fighters lug- or you luggage bag, and they just open them, and then they got gloves. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wow. is this for you or for the other no, fighters? For the other, fighter. no, for the other fighter. I bring my pair, what? like, like yeah. wrapped and everything. Yeah, so they can have like cracked gloves. Yeah. Or the- oh my! So think about God. it. I mean, so the swap me gloves with the Tijuana strap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, new gloves have good padding on wow. them, you know, which protect yeah. almost. They kind of protect the other fighter, the one yeah, you're yeah, punching, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so you got something that's been punched, you know, a thousand times. You know, it's just. It, it's crazy, man. It's a, I told him, I'm like, look, never again. We, we, we <laughs> you did great. I mean, there's no reason for us to not do great over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, so it was, it, it was a good experience, though, man. I hadn't gone to TJ. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> TJ's fun, bro. But yeah. you, you give me some stories that you're like, uh, you know what? It's because people put stuff in your mind. You know what I mean? Like people are like, hey, you know, Mexico's this, and I hadn't gone to TJ on my own, and then I had my little brothers with yeah. me, and you got moms and pops saying, yo. Don't stray away to nowhere. You know what I mean. <laughs> Stay just and you know you kind of like you're on edge a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. You know. Yeah, Tijuana's rough, bro. Tijuana can be rough for sure. Definitely, I go out there a lot. So trust me, I definitely know my brother-in-law lives out there, and it's crazy for sure, man. Uh, I do have a question for you, the Max. And the reason I have this question because you brought up weight during the weigh-in. Yep. A couple weeks ago, UFC fighter. I don't know if you guys saw a female. I forgot oh, her name. She pa- passed uh-huh. out on the scale. Yeah. It's been a conversation that's happened for years. In boxing and of UFC, some guys, some females can and cannot make weight. Making the weight is hard. Some people want to stay in a certain weight division because they feel more comfortable fighting, but it's hard mm-hmm. making that weight. 
Have you had any problems with weight or cutting weight in your career? Yeah, uh, I would say like my first uh, 11 fights, I would fight at 118. Okay. Or is it like the first 12? Okay. 11 or 12, I fight at 118, man. And man, it was the hardest thing ever just to get to that weight. And now I fight at, at, at 122 and I didn't even have to like uh, exercise the night before. I didn't, have, I didn't have to take a hot bath, no sun or no So are you, like, are you more of a walking around 122? Is I walk around why? like when I'm like in full, like um, I'll walk around like 135 really uh-huh but like holy uh so you're dropping 13 pounds yeah but when i get to like 126 that's when i start feeling like lightheaded so it's not it it's only like uh i would say like four pounds uh, until i'm at the weight but other than that like so when you gotta you, train yourself mentally uh -huh. too i remember one time uh when we fought in cancun i had to make 118 uh the i i think at 10 o'clock at night i was 127 I had to drop nine pounds, and, and, then, I, and I was like, like whoa. sucked in, man. Like I had no more water on me. And then there's and a trick, trick like right? Masvidal yeah. fighting, uh, uh, bro, was it Usman or whatever? Yeah, like yeah. four yeah. days to cut a pound. Well, and then there's like a trick, right? You you go in the tub and kind of treat yeah. it like a hot bath, like a jacuzzi, uh -huh. almost, you know? Okay. And guess what? They didn't have at the, the hotel hot water. Yeah. Uh, a tub. Hot water. <laughs> <laughs> hot water. <laughs> they didn't have a tub. You they, know what I mean? So a, you're like the top one, like the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the shower. Head it was. It was, and we're like sitting there, and we're like. Well, and, I, and I forgot my sauna suit, so oh we had to use a trash God. bag. I had to throw on a trash bag, and then we would just. I remember I, I, I ran like like three or four miles yeah. like the day of the weigh-in, and that's when mm -hmm. like, uh, if you run a mile the day of the weigh-in, you feel like you're you're gonna pass out, you know, because you just drained. Yeah. And you lost I mean, it. You lost the nine pounds. Yeah, uh -huh. I lost the nine pounds. It was crazy, man. Like that doesn't even seem like <laughs> even crazy, possible. Man. Like that doesn't even seem like yeah, yeah. it was I terrible. And you know what? I, I, I was the, I'm the one that decided for him to go to 120. I was like, look, Maxi, mm -hmm. you're a big dude. He's like almost five ten. He's like five nine. Okay. And I'm so anti him not eating up into the weigh-in. Okay. He Makes needs sense. to eat. All fighters, I'm, I'm super against that. You need to eat at least within the last 12 hours. I mean, for the 12 hours max of not eating. That's that's what I'm okay with. And I told him, like, look, dude, if you are not eating, you you have to go up to a different weight class. Because it does no no good for us to train so hard. And then you show up to weigh and you completely dehydrate your body. Yeah. You're not going to recover within those, that time. And then you're going to have no pop, no speed when you go fight. So what's the point? You know, you're going to... You're killing yourself for absolutely. that. Absolutely. For no reason. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think... Is the weight cut going to be there? Absolutely. But just put make sure it's within your means. I mean, yeah. don't... I mean, I've seen, and I feel like you see a little bit more extreme. I've seen them get carried sometimes to the, to the, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and they still let him weigh in. I'm like, why are you letting that dude weigh in? That's what I mean. Because he'll so, be all right by tomorrow. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why are you letting the dude weigh in? Um, I think boxing is a little bit more stricter. They'll, they'll kind of, the doctor looks at you. And they know. Um, and they're like, okay, man, you're not, you're not, you're not able to fight or you are able to fight. But, um, yeah, man, that's, that's sad. Like for her, you know what I mean? Does she, does she fight? No, 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 they canceled no, they, that fight. Yeah, that oh. fight was canceled. Yeah, she literally just she was there and she's like, and just bah, went back. How did you feel in that fight when you had to lose nine? I mean, what fight did you? How'd you win that fight? Or that's the only fight I got a uh, knockdown. Knockdown. Oh. You got knocked out of that fight Ooh, right away, bro. Right, right, right away, Makes bro. Sense. Like, like the first fifteen seconds, like. Um, I think he caught me with a, like a left hand right in the temple. I think we talked about it last time you uh -huh. were on. We talked about that was your first yeah, time yeah. getting knocked you down, right? You were getting yeah. knocked down, yeah. And that's like the soft spot, bro. Right here in, right here in the, in the temple or the chin. That's the soft spot, man. So I was weak, and then I had the. Yeah. I had. And you bounced back though. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I was able to win by in the third round. By, yeah, by, by knockout. knockout. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And how much weight are you normally rehydrating to back when it comes to fight night? Because obviously you have to hit the scale mm -hmm. at a certain weight. Fighters drink, eat whatever yeah. overnight. What do you normally? adding up to the next fight to the fight night 
in between in, in between like uh eight to ten pounds probably ten to twelve right ten to twelve yeah. ten to twelve yeah so you're over one thirty when you when you get into the oh, yeah, fight. Like, yeah, you're, yeah you're like one thirty two right thirty two yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. okay so next question like any 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 thoughts or ideas of moving up in weight and fighting in bigger weight classes as, oh, your, yeah, as your career goes sure, on uh-huh. yep are you looking at a weight class to max out in though because some boxers already have that in mind like uh-huh. I start at 122 I want to hit 147 or whatever yep. maybe like uh-huh. do you have a weight that you don't want to get past and you feel you might end up getting there and be more comfortable at eventually I'm not gonna lie man I want to make it until like 147 154 okay because like those uh Manny Pacquiao's 5'6 welterweight I'm right I'm 5'9 yep uh <clears throat> Earl Spence he's 5'9 we're the same height you know so as as long as I uh how do you say like where I'm not like fat you know like fat and slow where <laughs> I like, got you you want to be cut, weight, you uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not just gain weight to get the yeah, weight be heavy. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Gain it properly. Gain it the right way. Yeah. I can't even lose five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are losing overnight, gaining it overnight. I Bro, just... we're eating tacos every, every right. Wednesday night here, yeah. gaining right. five pounds. That's what you know I'm what saying. Like, the that's... worst part is the day before the weigh-in. Like, the day I mean, before the weigh-in? I got to eat. You know what I mean? got to eat. So we like leave them in the hotel and we're like, we're going to go get something. Because we're starving. You know, like we're the ones starving when he hasn't ate. You know what I mean? Because you also got to stay away from that while you're around him, right? You can't You can't be that. That a no, like, I, check I, it I, out. I go on diet with him when, uh, like during the week. Okay. After the, after the, I always take the week off of the fight off from work. Okay. Got so it. I can make sure that his diet's there. That you know, we're at the time at the gym where he's kind of by himself. Because I mean, if you haven't ate properly, you're gonna get a little cranky. You know. You yeah. know what I mean. So gotcha. it's just I'm like, you know, we will keep you on your, by yourself. Definitely. So I try to make sure when I cook for him after the fight that I eat what he's eating. You know, I'm not gonna get a cheeseburger while he's eating. <laughs> Fish and vegetables. Fish, <laughs> fish and asparagus with no salt on it, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> it retains Sa- Sautéed vegetables they put in the microwave on the bag. Yeah. That's all you could eat, bro. Nothing else. Yeah. Oh, man. So um, there was another question I wanted to ask you guys. Oh, yeah. So any any um talks or negotiations so far with any promotion companies? Because yep. you, you are a free agent. Mm-hmm. We talked about it the last time. You had just left Roy Jones. Yep. You were in the end of your contract there. Have you talked to any other new promotional companies or any companies that you've already had in mind that you're hoping to possibly sign with um not yet right not yet no i mean i know a lot of the managers from uh like top rank there's some east coast promoters and stuff like that okay. but i told him i mean um i want to build them a little bit more build them a little bit more and then talk to one of the bigger promoters okay you know i just feel like it's better take your time yeah yeah, yeah. um is it a little bit more difficult on my for me to get him fights and, and to make sure that he's protected yeah but i feel like it'll pay off in the end if we struggle a little bit now and then, yeah. and then go to a bigger promoter. So then, let me ask you this: Knowing you don't have a promotion company, knowing you're the guy that's doing it all—the training, looking for the promotions, looking for the fights, looking for the fighters to top it off—how do you go about making sure that this all works out to your advantage for both of you guys in camp overall in any fights that you fight? And not only that, how much more important does it make it for him not to lose that O, for him not to lose and continue to stay undefeated? Until you get that big payday or that promotion company to sign with you, it's big, man. It's really important. Just because, um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I think we talked about it last time. I mean, it's, it's the sport where if you lose that O, you're done. You know, you can't start over. You can't like you know, it's not baseball, basketball. Ah, you're, you'll be fine. You know, exactly. you'll come back. You'll bounce back. Um, so it's really important. I mean, on, I, on my part, um, I mean, it's it, I, it is a lot of pressure, but at the same time, I think uh, I think I got it down pretty good. Yeah, I just like I said, what I want is to make sure he's he's I protect him. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of the bigger promoters will come at you with, oh, you'll fight this guy and they'll throw, let's say, a pretty good amount of money. You know, and then, but you have to think about it, right? Is that money going to really impact his way of living? Is it going to last him? Mm-hmm. You know, and you're going to risk it all, yep. you know, when you can wait a little bit longer and then those are going to keep coming. As long as he stays undefeated, they're going to keep coming. Definitely. You know what I mean? He's a, um, like I said, he's a, he, he's, he's talented. I mean, he, he's, he's sparred a lot of guys that I feel like they've, they feel they're going to kind of walk through him and it doesn't happen. So, I mean, it's, he's where he needs to be. Um, I know, I mean, it kind of sucks sometimes because let's say he used to spar like, like Devin Haney, Mm -hmm. you know, when they were younger, they used to spar. And I mean, Devin Haney's a world WBC You used to spar with Devin Haney? When he was a little kid. Yeah, Yeah, he fought him in the amateurs, you know. And uh, and, uh, I mean, Devin Haney's, you know, making millions now, you know what I mean? And I tell him, I'm like, you know, um, good for Devin Haney, you know, he, they did it. A certain way, and they isn't got he, to that. Isn't he the isn't he the WBC WBC champ, champ at one thirty five? Lightweight champ. So I mean, he's doing really good. <clears throat> but I tell Max, it's it's like anything, right? You be patient, you continue to work hard, and the opportunity is going to present itself. And as long as we're ready, which we always are, we'll take advantage of it. You know. Good stuff, gentlemen. Anything else you want to add before we finish up with the interview? Because like I said, we want to talk other stuff, some more sports stuff. We got oh, yeah, some boxing, we got some MMA. Yeah. So if you guys want to stay and chat with us, we want to get your input, especially mm-hmm. get fighters and trainers input. Absolutely. But before we get into that part. Let everybody know where they can find you guys on all things social media. What's to come with Max and what they can expect from you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, Tony Ornelas <laughs> at Ornelas. Uh, uh, Tony underscore Ornelas. Um, no, man. Just, just he's going to, uh, he's, you know, God willing, he's going to be in the ring three more times. Okay. So hopefully it'll be here in the U.S. It'll be here in the U.S. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I know we asked you last time, but I'm going to ask you again. Are you taking on any new fighters yet or not yet? Not yet, brother. Okay. Not okay. yet. Yeah, the focus is, is my brother right now. Definitely. Hopefully. Hopefully once, you know, God blesses us and I'm able to, it's tough, man, having a full-time job, you know, it, and, definitely. you know, and doing all that. Um, but, you know, hopefully we can later on, we can build a little stable fighters, you know. Okay. You know, bring them up. Sounds good. But, uh, yeah, man, just keep an eye out. The Ornella's um, Brothers Gym. That's right. Coming, coming soon. That's Ornella's right. Boxing. That's right. Ornella's <laughs> Boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So three more times, hopefully this year. And then um, we're coming for the top guys, man. Okay. Yeah. Coming in those straps. There we go. Yeah. I want to see those straps in the studio. Yes, time, That's yeah. what I want to see. Yes, so let everybody know, Max, where they can find you, my man. Uh, they can find me at at and then uh, it's O-R-N-E-L-A-S underscore M-A-X, Max. There we go, man. Mostly Instagram, right? That's what you yeah, that's what post a lot. And, uh, Yourself is too, right? Bit, yeah, yeah. We try on Facebook. We kind of forget about it. Bro, I sent you a request like the last time you were on the show and you just accepted I it know, today. I'm terrible, man. I'm terrible. <laughs> my bad, my bad. But it's all good because the last time you posted something was like nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> on man. Instagram, I'm, I'm more active. But Rob, thank you for chiming in, bro. Yeah, it worked out, it, right? It worked <laughs> out today. You actually chopped Stop it up. Stop bitching. I'm sorry. Hey, no, hey, watch the language. Watch the language. We don't want to get cut off from the air. You know how it is. There goes Squan nice. shaking his head. Sorry. That's why you got to be nice. We got to be good. Got to keep the profanity <laughs> down in the way. But anyways, Rob, I wanted to talk to all, all four of you now that we're here. Um, Virgil Ortiz just fought recently. Especially you guys. We're talking about this in the car. So I want to get your thoughts and your opinions. Virgil Ortiz Jr. just fought recently. Won the fight. A lot of people say that now he should be next up to fight someone like Bud Crawford. I think it's a bit of a stretch. We know who Bud Crawford is. We know what he's done. We know his resume. We know the people that don't want to fight him. And we know what he can do, right? Bud was in attendance for that fight as well. They asked him about it before Virgil Ortiz even won. He kind of like giggled it off. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, you whatever. You earn that spot. Exactly. Yeah. So my thoughts are, and I want to get your thoughts because you guys are, you know, boxer, boxer, trainer. I think that this would be a whole nother Canelo Mayweather type situation where Canelo wasn't ready for Mayweather. 
but it was the greatest fight that he could have got into at that point in time in his career because look where he's been, he's at since right. the guy has not lost a fight since he's he has draws with with triple g and all that but he hasn't lost a fight since and he's taking the game just c completely annihilating everybody he wants to unify the super middleweight division which i think he's gonna do um He's not the first Mexican fighter to win a super middleweight championship, though. It was another guy. I forgot his name. Um, I was reading it this morning. He won the WB, WBO title. He was with the top rank before. But I don't think that this would be a W for Virgil Ortiz. But at the same time, I don't think it's a bad thing. Right. Because it's. I don't think it's going to hurt him. It's going to make him better. Yeah. He's going to get better fights from this. From the him. fact yeah. that you fought and you took that Bud Crawford fight right. is going to give you more notoriety. Mm. Now, do you think this is the fight that's going to be made next because we're going to see Billy Joe Saunders with Canelo, which a lot of people right. think that shouldn't be made. It should be more other fights. Who knows? I don't think that they should make the Virgil Ortiz fight. You know what I mean? I I still want to see Bud Spence, which even though Bud said, not going to happen, I'm already done. I'm not even thinking about that fight. But what are your thoughts on Virgil Ortiz possibly fighting Bud Croft? What do you think, man? Um, well, I'm not, I feel the same way. I feel like he wouldn't win that fight. Just because uh, Crawford, he's, he's already a top pound for mouth fighter. He's fought, like, he has a lot of experience. And then uh, I think his style too, man, he, he he could switch, and he could switch, like, perfect. Like, he yeah. could fight Southpaw just as perfect as he as he could fight Orthodox. Yeah. So I think that's probably the hardest fight for anybody at 147. Okay. So yeah. for him to be asking for it... it I, you got to get the kid credit, yeah, though, right? Yeah, you know what? If it's I his like, camp or him, you got to mm -hmm. give him credit. I feel like ever since Lopez took uh, Vasily down... Yeah. All the Everything younger guys, yeah, yeah they want all the younger guys. Like, you know what? I, I, <laughs> I can do, do that. It too, right. And you know what? I don't dog him for that. You know, if they have, you know, be, being confident in yourself is the biggest thing. But just based on how Ortiz looked at the end of the fight, mm -hmm. I feel like Bud will piece him apart. Did you see his face? Yeah, he's getting hit. I mean, he's getting hit. And, and, and he's taking punches. And, more, and, and Hooker isn't like he he's no joke. Yeah, he's he's, no he's a good fighter. He's an ex champ too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's a he's a good fighter, but. Compared to Bud Crawford, big difference. You know, Bud Crawford is a beast. You know what I mean? And uh, and they are from the same camp. People try to make that comparison, mm -hmm. but two different fighters. Yeah, right? absolutely. And and like how Max was saying, just I mean, the guy can switch from southpaw to orthodox back and forth, and he's really good at both. And and just how I saw Ortiz like at the end of the fight, I'm like, man, he was he was tagging him. Just you know, Ortiz has a better chin, I'm assuming, and he was punching a lot harder. Gotcha. But I just feel like um, it's too early, man. I mean, it, like I said earlier, it's your, your job as the coach and manager to protect your fighter. At all times. You know what I mean? At all times. You know, sometimes even from themselves. They get in there like, I can take anybody. Well, well you can, but let's hold up a little bit. Yeah. So, Unless they're going for that payday. Did you watch yeah. the fight? I didn't I didn't have a chance to watch. I didn't get a chance You followed it, obviously, because you know who won. A uh, little bit. Not a little bit. A little bit. We got to get one. Rob Moore into the boxing. <laughs> I love boxing. When was the fight? When fight? was the fight? It was on Saturday. This past Saturday? Yeah. You don't no. watch Canelo Room? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch that one. Are you a Canelo fan? So here's Are a, you no, guys a Canelo I, fan? I, no. So he, he's not I my always, favorite fighter, but I'm a fan of him. I always you know say I mean? that I don't even know if I have a favorite fighter right now. Actually, I like uh, Spence. Earl love Spence. Spence. Oh, um, yeah, I love Spence. <laughs> um, the guy that wants but, uh, 70 30 and don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah, well, Spence is, I think, yeah, pound for pound, but I know Bud is up there too, but. Both yeah. resumes aren't the greatest, in my opinion. I've looked at both. They fought. They've they've fought competition, mm -hmm. but if we're talking other fighters, like was the Ortiz fight on the zone or what was it? On, was it? Yeah, it was on the zone. It was on the zone. Damn, I, I, I told you I purchased the zone. It's worth it. It's yeah, worth I have it too. It no, no, and I have now it. it is. I mean, during COVID, it was. They're doing a lot more now. Terrible. A lot more fights. A lot more. A yeah. lot more action going on. But in that super middleweight division, though, 
I'm not a Canelo fan though, but <laughs> we was straight away from that. But I just want to see, like I always say it, I want to see him lose at least one fight on this the zone con- or this contract that he has yeah, yeah. until he leaves. Until is he? He's still with the zone. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's away from with Golden Boy, but he's still, still with the zone. Right? Yeah, I just he's with Matchroom now. Yeah, yeah with this, room, with this. Yeah, Eddie exactly. Hearn, bro. He's took over. He Eddie just took over. Hit me up if you're listening. Let's talk business. I want to see him lose one fight. I just want to see him lose one fight on this contract. Especially because he already has lost fight. Yo, so man, like, but he's getting better every time. Dude. Yeah, bro, he looks, he looks amazing. Him. Dude, the dude's a monster. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yildirim wasn't the best, correct? But he was a mandatory. I mean, he doesn't set up the mandatories. He doesn't correct. set up the how people show up on the list, you know. But the dude's a beast, man. I mean, I feel like once he hits them once, they're so cautious about getting close because they don't, they don't want to get hit again. As soon as he gets, as soon as he gets them with a good shot, you can see it in the fighters like, okay, all right. Cool. This is what I'm going to have to deal with. Where's the tag team at that point? But to the super middleweight division, Canelo's going to fight Billy Joe Saunders. I think he's going to annihilate him. I don't think that's going to be any type of competition, even though the the zone guys are trying to hype it up. Sergio Moro, which, sorry, I still, I, I don't like the guy as an announcer. I don't know why he's there. He just seems like the odd man out, but they keep bringing him back. But I, I think he's going to beat Billy Joe Saunders. People are saying him and Caleb Plant. I'm sorry. That's another situation, another Mayweather, Canelo. I don't think Caleb is ready for him mm-hmm. either. No. Caleb has fought, but he hasn't fought that type of opposition no. that Canelo has. I get it. You're undefeated. You have a strap, but you haven't fought that type of opposition. We also have Edgar Berlanga, a guy we had on the show a few we- a few oh, yeah, months yeah, back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still undefeated, top prospect, first-round knockout artist, but we haven't seen much from him. Not to take anything away from him, right. but he's been running his mouth. Right. You know, I, I hit him up and talk to him all the time. He wants Canelo. <laughs> yeah. He posts it when he fought when Canelo fought his last fight. Oh, I, I would have finished the dude even faster. I mean, I get it. You're that prospect. You you hype it up. You want to get out there, but let's be real. There's no one right now that we can honestly see. Even if he fights Golovkin again, which I think mm-hmm. Triple G beat him the first fight. I don't see anybody being Canelo. I know Rob wants to see him maybe lose one time on that on on his contract, but I don't see it happening. The right? best the best fight I think now for him would be Benavides, David Benavides. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. agree. But the but only David Benavides got to get his stuff outside the yeah. Right and, the, and, the only, <laughs> and the only thing I'm like David Benavides, I don't know if you you, you see his fights. He stands there and takes shots. Yes, he fights. Like you can do that with some dude that don't, don't got no pop. But if you stand in front of him, he's gonna break your jaw. I mean, he's, yeah. he he ruptured <laughs> Smith's bicep. I mean, he was punching him in the arm, and he tore his bicep. I mean, it's it's just. I think Benavides will give him the best fight, but okay. do I think he'll beat him? I don't think so. I think I think the only way that dude will lose is if he goes to one seventy five again. Uh, and, um, Canelo, because you know light he, heavyweight. Yeah, because you know he he fought Kovalev. Correct. He took Kovalev's belt. I mean, but if if he were to go back up, I think that's the weight class he might lose in. So just because he took the, the right fight with Kovalev at the right time. Absolutely, because he knew Kovalev was on the way out. He was. Sipping on the you know on the way into the fight probably because you know they he, Kovalev was they said he had a lot do, a right? lot of, yeah, yeah a lot of drinking issues so they knew what they were doing it's like that's what I'm saying it, it, there's a lot of stuff involved with setting your fighter up but he proved the point that he can go to 175 and beat somebody definitely but then he jumped back down because he's like no I gotta fight these other guys that are top and they're they're in their prime and it, it, the chances of taking an L there are pretty big. It's amazing how many people will hate on Canelo to this day like mm-hmm. people like to talk about <laughs> opponents or he was on his way out or this and that okay. I don't have the list, but I've gone through it. You look at the fighters that Canelo has fought. He's fought Hall of Famers, yes. bro. I'm talking about 
people that are going to go down as some of the greatest boxers that we ever seen in this era. Absolutely. So it's not like the guy's fighting scrubs or, the, as the cliche says, taxi cab drivers. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Yeah. He's fighting legitimate boxers. I'm a huge Canelo fan, bro. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think he has one of the best resumes. I think he's the pound for pound. I think... Oh, I, I agree. Pound for pound, he's, he's above everybody. I, I, I don't understand how... I, I think on one or two of them, they have a number two or number something two, like that. Crawford, yeah. I mean, My Crawford... List. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Crawford, I mean, Crawford is great, but he hasn't fought the talent that Canelo has. You gotcha. know what I mean? But, um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I feel like he takes a lot of heat from the Mexican fans because mm -hmm. they're so hard to impress. Like of we were course. talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. They want to see scraps. Yeah. And Canelo chooses to... Put him down without getting touch. You can't touch him. You can't touch His head movements and everything is just it's, it's and, unstoppable. And it started ever since he lost to Floyd. If you saw if you him look at some Floyd, of his defensive moves now, mm -hmm. they don't mimic Floyd. But, but some of the things he yeah. does, you're like, ah, all right. I see that's not that's not him. That's not what he used to do. Yeah. So he's got a lot better defensive. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. He's watching us, man. Some of the stuff he be doing, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'm doing it before, and I'm like, yo, is this dude watching us? Like, what is going on here? He's watching. But no, no, he's he's a monster, and I think. There's good fights to be made there. The lightweight division with like Tofimo, those yeah. are, those are good fights to be made with the other guys. But um, we'll see, man. I mean, I think COVID is forcing these promoters to make better fights. Yeah, which is good for the sport. Definitely, because I feel like the sport did lose a lot of followers and fans, which mm -hmm. is not good for the up and coming guys. The UFC like my brother gained a lot as with yes, boxing, lost man. a lot. Yes, yes, yes. But not to t like you said, not take away anything from boxers or from the promoters or anything like that, but. UFC was putting out cards with fighters that no one knew, but yet they were they were showing yeah, out. Yeah. Dude bought an I'm island to make sure, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, were exactly. <laughs> they got an island to make sure that they get to set everything yeah. up, man. But I just hope that boxing brings out a lot more this year. And I want to see a lot of the more big name fights because it's all become a money grab now. Mm -hmm. You have the guy that thinks he's better than the other guy because he beat this guy that this guy already beat. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, let's just make these fights. Let's make the fights that the fans want to see because it, I get it. If you're not fighting for the for the big payday and for the bag, I totally understand. You shouldn't be in this sport. Definitely. You got to get that payday and get paid. But if you're in it for the sport, growing up as a kid, if you were a boxer, going all that to get ready, it was a passion of boxing. Right. You wanted to become famous and make that money, but at that time, it was the passion for boxing. Right. And that's what you don't see anymore. I mean, right. you see it from some fighters. You can see it like in Teofimo. You can see he's legit. He's real passionate. He wants the bag. He wants the purse, but he'll fight anyone, which he proved that when he fought Lomachenko as early as he did. But I just hope the sport of boxing brings out a lot more yeah. because UFC jumped in the front seat, put that thing in drive, and hit the gas and never looked back, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, not only that, they're talking about doing things in Texas this year, yeah. you know, because they're talking about filling up fans. Earl oh, Spence man. is from Houston or Dallas or wherever it is. You know, damn well, he's going to probably try to find a fight there. So yeah. hopefully big name fights are coming soon, man. Definitely. And hopefully we see you guys on a card here in Vegas again soon, like we yeah. talked about. I want to move into some UFC before we go. We got a few more minutes here. We're not going to be able to get into the NFL or college basketball. I'm glad we didn't talk about Watson. I'm tired of talking. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about Watson. It feels like every Long other... Long story short, Deshaun Watson, if you guys have not already read, just read the articles, read the claims, it's read like the every five minutes, there's like another claim case coming out. One thing that, that I've realized, like I said real quick, for you guys to check it on yourself, this guy can't stay away from Instagram massage models. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know if, if if someone told him the wrong thing and he thought everyone was a happy ending, but then looks like this ain't gonna be a happy ending. And now we know why you wanted to take off from Houston. But real quick, guys, I want to get your thoughts on this big fight coming up this weekend. Stipe, the champ, heavyweight champion UFC, fighting Francis Ngannou second time around. First fight? Did you guys watch the first fight? First of all, did you I did. guys? Did no, you, I didn't. Any I didn't highlights or anything? Did you watch the first fight? 
Yeah. Okay. Quan, I'm guessing you did watch the first fight as well, obviously. Absolutely. I think he's tired because the tacos got him full. Absolutely. But the first fight basically went the full five. Didn't we watch it here? After the, no, no, no. no. After the no. first round, though, Francis was drained. He looked exhausted and tired. Throughout the whole fight, a lot of it was mostly the ground game. He didn't have much of it, as where Stipe had a lot of it. Since then, they both lost their first fight after that fight. Stipe mm. lost to DC. But then okay, since yeah. then, fought him twice more, got his belt back. But he's fought the same guy three times since. Hasn't fought anyone else. As where Nganu lost to Blades in his first fight back. And then came back and won the next four by first round knockout. So he hasn't gone the distance again mm. since that Stipe fight. So my thing is, does he have the ground game? Does he have the stamina to last another five rounds? And if so, what does Stipe have? Because he's been through some wars against DC. You guys saw those fights. You saw those yeah. highlights. You saw what happened there. Are you guys watching the fight this weekend? And who do you think will come out? You know, watch it. <laughs> Are we I'm watching sure. it? <laughs> I'll watch it if Tony wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's to be decided. It's to be decided. Yeah. To be determined. I like it though, man. I think it's going to be a great fight. I, I like Francis in this fight. I like Francis Nagano. I really do. I think he's a better fighter since the since the last fight, obviously. But the stamina is what concerns me. Can yeah. he last? He Told, only, uh, he's, only, he's only gone one round in his last four fights. The total for the... I was Well, I Long, didn't, I didn't know all round, that. Longest fight was one minute, 11 seconds. <sighs> so the total for the rounds is over one and a half. And I was I thought it was super low. I was like, it's going that. under for sure. But now that you tell me that, like, uh, I don't... <laughs> yeah, it may go. And now, now I think it it it's almost due overdue to go over, right? One and a half. But yeah, I, I like I I said it before. I like Steve Bay. So, but Naganu's uh, favorite minus one twenty five. Who do you like in the fight, Quan? I know you're gonna watch it. Uh, you got to know you got to bring the mic. No, she don't want to grab the mic tonight. It's all good though. Who you like? You said Francis. I like Francis. I think Francis is gonna pull it off. But the only thing that concerns me is the condition. If it goes the five rounds, can he last? If it gets to the ground, how is he going to counteract that? Because throughout the last fight, he was on his back. He was on his. He was on his all fours. He was on his back. There was a lot of punches he was taking. Surprised they didn't call the fight in certain parts of the round because there were times where he wasn't even moving or he was just there blocking and wasn't hitting back. So we'll see, man. He's a different fighter. So is Stipe. Stipe is a little older though, and he's been through some wars with DC. Like I said, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but that is the that is a defining factor right there. Who's got more left in the tank? But it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Not only that, he says it's gonna be a great year for him. So if he wins this fight, I guess there's a possibility of him fighting John Jones at heavyweight. So imagine him beating John Jones and Stipe in the same year. Oh, I can't see anyone beating John. I'm Jones, just bro. saying that would be amazing. Right, one of the possibly best heavyweights of all time, and then you're gonna beat possibly one of the best UFC fighters of all time, as people call. Him. I hope it's, it's not. not the best. I hope it's not. Bones Jones first fight back. I hope it's. I hope that he has like a little warm up fight at least. But I'm if he comes sure back, if he, right com to him. if he comes back and beats Naganu like just first fight back, I mean that's why even fight anymore after that, right? I mean that's how I feel. Do you take anything away real quick from from UFC, whether it's for your boxing or anything that you see in training wise? I always thought about that. UFC so unpredictable, man. It makes because he can hold you down and tie you out just by holding you. You know, oh. compared to. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I feel like those guys can train so hard if they want, and then you get one guy like, like who was Usman the guy? and uh, Masvidal? Masvidal yeah, he was just holding, holding him, him, and holding him, stomping on his foot, foot the yeah. whole time. Yeah, so yeah. it's 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 a, it's a tough sport. I think it's a lot way tougher than than boxing, just because there's so it's much. It's hard to know. Yeah, because like with the Mio, uh, what's his name? Um, Stipe Miocic. Uh huh. He, he he's probably gonna want to take down the other guy right. right away, just because because he knows that he won his last four by knockout. You know, tire him out. Uh huh. 
Tire him out. So if he gets the knockout, he's going to break a record. There's four other fighters that hold four straight fights of first-round knockouts. The last one to do it was Stipe. He did it from 2016 to 2017, I believe, if I have that correct. And now it's Francis. He's the current one. I don't think we're going to see a first-round knockout. It would be crazy to see, though, because Francis has that power if he can catch Stipe. But, hey, it's yet to be seen, and we'll see what happens on Saturday, on Friday now, Saturday night. But, guys, once again, Tony, Max, greatly appreciate you guys being in the studio oh, thank tonight. You thank you, guys. Best of luck moving forward, my man. Thank you. Keep that O. Yep. Keep doing what you do. Keep training hard. Tony, keep them, keep them going straight, man. Appreciate I, I know, you, I know, I know you guys are going to be all right. Appreciate you. Hopefully the next time we have you in is again after another victory, which I'm pretty sure that'll be. And hopefully it's a hometown victory here in Las yeah. Vegas. So, again, guys, thank you. Blessings thank to you, you and your family you as well, man. Same hopefully you all as well. Thank, thank you. you. Rob, glad you're back in the studio. I've been as back. always. I'm just saying, man. Just Our game's here. Because you were here last week. We won both. Here, both of us know? won. So, yeah, to finish up the night, our plays of the week, we came back at it. We were both 2-0 and in our last two picks. We went about three weeks hiatus and didn't do one. I took the Sharks today against the Kings. They pulled it off 4-2. It just went final. Rob had the Kings over the Hawks. A one outright. 110-108. So that puts us both at three wins. We're dead even. We got to get to eight. Eight. We'll see how that goes. So we're going to go ahead and finish up here, man. I wanted to save this for the end. So I thought about it, and I've thought about how far I've come, how far we've come, because it's not just me. You've also been a part of this. Quan as well. Been here for a year now. A lot of people pushed me to do this show when I started doing it from home. A lot of people pushed me to do sports in general when I was a kid because I used to talk sports. I used to talk in general and I wouldn't stop. Whether I knew everything about every sport or knew some stats or didn't know it at all, I just love sports and I love to talk about it. Yesterday, I got the sad news that my godmother's husband, Robert Orbea, passed away, did not wake up, passed away in his sleep. With family like that, it hurts because it was close family. It's not just an uncle or an aunt that I saw from time to time. It was someone that I spent weekends with, that I spent days and nights with, that I played video games with, that was a father figure for me when I didn't have my dad growing up. He was actually there the day that my cousin found my dad on the internet just trying to search for her father and made a phone call and it happened to be him. He was the first person that found out about it and he was always the one that told me one day... People are going to listen to you and hear you talking about sports, whether it's on the big stage or just the stage in general where people enjoy it, it's going to happen. I never got to show him or tell him how far I've gotten or what I've done with the show or where the show has gone or progressed or even where I started because we haven't talked for years, which is another family issue that we will keep private. But Robert, I just want to say I love you with all my heart. I know you're gone. You will be missed. R.I.P. Tutti to my whole family, Christina. You are loved, always, prayers, thoughts to everyone. So that being said, <clears throat> everyone, make sure you hug, call, love, and pray for all of your loved ones in your family. No matter what you're going through, no matter what's going on in life, whether you have a, a beef or a gripe, make sure you call and pick up the phone, man, because you never know when that one person could be gone and you never had the opportunity to tell them what you wanted to tell them. So that, with, with that being said, so then I am Jose V for Rob G, Quan 59 Zach, the intern. This has been another episode of Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Till next Wednesday, I am out. Peace. See you.